This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Hassel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It includes one of Auburn's favorite sons finally running out of a tunnel as the head coach, albeit interim, of the Auburn Tigers. It includes freezing your buns off on steel seats that we hope someday are going to be renovated into something maybe a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more spacious. It includes someone getting engaged on the field in that given game. It includes many things, even more sports. But of course, what we discuss here on this podcast is all about the sports, all about the culture, and namely, all about the family. And because it's about family, I have to have a friend and an Auburn family member on this podcast with me. Austin Scott, welcome back to episode 12. Thanks, Kyle. War Eagle, uh, is there another weekend in the most recent future, or I'm sorry, most recent past that has encompassed the Auburn experience more than the one we are now ending? Uh, no, but also now I'm concerned that you have like ESP or something. Like, are you future seeing? Like, are, are you a futurist? Like, are you <laughs> seeing off in the future? Is that what's going on here with that turn of phrase? Maybe, uh, what's the term? Freudian. Uh... Slip, maybe a yeah. Freudian slip of hopefully more Auburn experiences like this weekend to come. We'll, we'll put it that way. Oh, don't don't you tease me? Don't you tease <laughs> me, sir? Listen, no, my it little, was a, it was such an incredible weekend. My little Auburn heart is so full right now. <laughs> I just don't know that I can have another bite. I, I I know. Okay, so let me just say this for all the listeners: we're going to be discussing basically ad nauseum this weekend, Cadillac. Not necessarily the X's and O's of the games, unless it just happens, but just this weekend. Um, Maybe we'll get into more some substantive stuff if it flows that way throughout the show tonight. But I just I got a riff about some of this stuff, man, because this has been a year and it hadn't been fun a lot of the time. It's been interesting. Hadn't been fun a lot of the time. But gosh, man, you just sometimes you just come upon something that you never in your wildest dreams thought you would see. You know, you think back for me personally, I am older than Austin. Yes. You can tell if you're watching live of the hairline right now. <laughs> um, but I was young once and I remember sitting, you know, on the floor watching Cadillac Williams run over everybody, run past everybody. You know, everybody thinks about the go crazy Cadillac, go crazy moment, but I remember, you know, overtime versus Syracuse. I was there for that. That was like his coming out party. I remember, you know, uh, an Arkansas game where he just went nuts as well. I remember him getting hurt time and time again at the end of the season, never being able to really truly complete some, you know, a season until Mm. his senior year. And, you know, it just, it was such a big part of my childhood watching Cadillac Williams so yeah. I, I let me let me start there, Austin, because I think to encompass this discussion and the significance behind this weekend, we have to kind of talk about our history with Cadillac. And for those of you that are listening off in the future, obviously we're talking about Cadillac Williams coming out as the interim head coach in Auburn's 2022 season in uh, the Texas A&M game. For the, it, just incredible. So like your background, you're a little bit younger than me. What was your understanding of Cadillac? growing up is it different from mine is it something that you grew into like any differences there yeah no very similar um i was about let's see i mean five six seven eight area uh during cadillac's time at auburn so um 
you know, had a 24 jersey, um, loved watching Cadillac and, and Ronnie and, and them evolve into, like you said, kind of culminating into what the season that was um, where they put it all together. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, have known ever since they left campus as players that they've gone down in Auburn lore and Auburn legends. And so it still is very surreal. Uh, and I think we all kind of needed to see it with our own eyes this weekend mm-hmm. of him lead the team out of the tunnel and, and be the head coach inside Jordan Hare stadium. Uh, and he was, and he got a win. And uh, it's just, it's so amazing to think about even still. And, and I think it from like the very beginning of, the day when it was like, all right, the day's come, all the way up to running out of the tunnel through the game that it was, and then going back, for those of us that were at the game, going back and watching the, the pregame interview and the postgame interview and seeing all the pictures. Um, and it's just like, yeah, like it, it really happened, and it's still happening, and it's just hard to believe. It's really hard to put it all together to think about these are the same people, right? Like these are the same people from – or this is the same – running back from our childhood that we loved to see the ball get handed off to every week. And now he's running down the sideline with the current running back also getting the ball, you know, like it's, it's, it's some kind of, we're almost a Christmas. It's some kind of Hallmark movie is what it feels like. Oh, (laughs) you almost ruined it by saying Hallmark movie, because listen, just I'll pull the curtain back for my own family. Sorry, mom. My mom has Hallmark on like nonstop at her house during Christmas time, but also like in July when they, for some odd reason, do a, july marathon because it's christmas in july all that stuff on the internet so that almost ruined that whole experience you describing as that for me i had like a little twitch when you said that um but i get what you're saying it 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 doesn't seem real i woke up this morning and i i literally just had to remind myself what i just experienced and again we i know we're speaking a lot of hyperbole here and we're acting like we won the national title or something like that but i i think what a lot of fan bases certain ones that were trying to belittle this weekend uh you know are getting at and don't understand is that this is much deeper and cadillac i don't know that i ever saw him being the one to encompass that not not that i doubted he could it's just i you you look at a cody burns right cody burns came here with the expectation to be a starter and you know gave up the starting not gave up obviously was beat out but you know graciously stepped aside to take on a different role and became a beloved figure at auburn so you know he has that story cadillac came here as a star left as a star and so it's kind of like all right your place is cemented i didn't think i i could love you any more than i do but then you have to go and win the interim head coaching job (laughs) The only thing that happens greater than this is he becomes the head coach. Not we're not going there necessarily just yet, but because I don't know that I can even fathom the possibility of that, even discuss if that should be happening. But it it's real, Austin. We just watched oh, yeah. Cadillac lead our team to a victory in Jordan Hare. Oh yeah, and it's it's a thing where like you were getting to, it's just need need just live in the moment of it and enjoy it and. That is something apparently that is incredibly hard to comprehend for other fan bases and other teammates. And like, we okay, we know we're not likely going to a bowl game, okay? But but after the entire first half or first two thirds of the season, and apathy setting in, and 
just people getting frustrated every week, bickering about different things that are useless. This was a weekend where, all right, we got to cap it. We got to cap it off with, if that's the last big game of the year, and it is the last big home game of the year right. against the last SEC, SEC team, then that's, you know, that's what we get to remember about. Like, mm-hmm. for, for me, I think when, it, you know, when I am have my kids growing up and they ask about the 2022 season, sure, we're going to talk about Brian Harsing got fired midseason probably. But immediately following, and the record will be there, five and seven, four and eight, whatever. Immediately following, it'll be, oh, yeah, and Cadillac Williams was the interim head coach, if not the head coach, for four games. Yeah. Like, and he went, who cares what the record was? It was like, yeah, it really happened. And that A&M game, his first game at home, was about as electric as you're going to see it as a team with a losing record. Yeah. Quick like, question. Like that's, that's what I'll remember. Yeah, quick question. Was that more was that atmosphere better than the Penn State game? Yeah, I think so. You, you think so? I, I I've I mean, debated that with a few halftime, people. After halftime of the Penn State game, it went so downhill. Like yeah. The on in the atmosphere, the performance on the field, like nothing happened. After, it was like we were just taking it on the chin over and over and over. Like the whole, I mean, it helps that the game was close, that the atmosphere stays high. I mean, I think there, there's another element to it, right? Like the atmosphere leading up to the Penn State game was because it was Penn State. The game before had helped, was, was fun and competitive. And Penn State doesn't come here very often. There were so many more elements to this game that kept the atmosphere electric and, and consistent, I think. Yeah, it's to me, it's the best one of the year. Uh, mainly not just because uh, well mainly because of Cadillac I mean the Penn State was electric because it was a huge matchup at the time you know Auburn still had its season in front of them Penn State had their season in front of them as well it was kind of the the separating part for both of these teams at the beginning of the year and boy did they separate (laughs) really really badly but you know kind of going back to what you're saying about you know the significance of this game for me this has changed the trajectory of what i tell my kids you talked about the 2022 season but when i talk to people when i tell my kids about cadillac williams whatever the rest of his story here is at auburn now in the future whatever you know my story would have been uh you know hey kids your dad literally went crazy when Cadillac went crazy in front of his dad and like threw himself up against the the front door of our house just because he couldn't contain his excitement, just lit and like fell on the floor, just kicking and screaming, just like couldn't believe his favorite player just went 80 yards on Alabama in the Iron Bowl. That was going to be my my story. That's not the first story that I tell them now. The story that I will tell them is the story of the 22 season and how he walked out there as the head coach Sure, not in the most exciting of games. Sure, not in the best of seasons. But because of what he means now in terms of what oh, he's yeah. doing for those players and what he's preaching about and what he's living by example, it goes to this. This is more than just a game. Football football's great, but it ain't the only thing. And I think he gets that and he exemplifies that. And I didn't ever, I didn't ever think that I'd be saying that about a Cadillac. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Not that I had misconceptions yeah. about him. No, and well, I think a lot of the times you hear these stories of people that take over for their alma mater, like as a coach, and it's not the it's not the stars that were players, you know, like it's their alums. 
people knew who they were, but it's not the elites, you know, and, and Cadillac is one of the elites of Auburn football right. ever. Like, um, so yeah, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I think it's, it's going to be, it's, it's crazy how much his legacy is added to and, and tweaks now when people think of Cadillac, like there's going to be like, there's a lot of kids people who will now think of Cadillac first as the coach. Yep. First time, like a lot of the, my my sister is a senior at Auburn. She was born in 01. And so she was like three when Auburn went undefeated in 04. Like she has no remembrance of Cadillac as the player. Right. Well, yeah, last night was her last home game, big home game as a student. And she was second row and she saw Cadillac 10 yards in front of her with Tank Bigsby coming through the stands, high fiving everybody. And she got. An incredible last SEC home game, like that's what she's going to remember about Cadillac the most. And I think that's going to be the truth for a lot of people. It's funny how the story can change simply from just a football play to what you mean now for the program, and 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 that's the story yeah. of Cadillac. That's thankfully right now present and maybe growing. We'll see in the future. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I do want us to spend another segment talking about this weekend Cadillac, just because I don't know that I can fully encompass how I feel about this, how you feel about this. And maybe we can spend some time here talking about what we, what we experience, not just in the game, but throughout the weekend with all of this, anything that you want to share on that. I just want to like, last thing is this is the thing I tweeted out about just the whole feeling of it. I saw the last three head coaches first win in Jordan Hare. Gene, Malzahn, and Harson. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I feel like every time you say Harson now, you got to be and, and Harson. Um, you know, <laughs> just the way it kind of goes now. Um, <laughs> but I saw Cadillac's first one, and now I, I don't know that I can not continue this streak. Hopefully, this is not a streak that we have to have continuing for quite some time. But it's yeah, it's a it was a novel thought that came into my head throughout this weekend and i just i couldn't fathom it was going to be as we talked about in the first little bit i just can't process all that all right so let me uh let me ask you this austin um did you make it to tiger walk we did not no we did, uh, oh austin we did not. oh i know it. look look i don't want to make excuses but we talked about on the show i got a very pregnant wife and it does not feel good. You're gonna play that card cold. right now. I'm playing. I'm gonna play that card. Look, but we watched all the. I mean, we already talked about the Penn State game, and that Tiger Walk was supposed to be insane, and it was. It was. But that I've never seen that many people, especially given the product on the field and the record and what it is. That was unbelievable. The amount of people that decided to show up at Tiger Walk. Cadillac's first Tiger Walk as interim head coach. It was unreal. You can call this hyperbole, which is very prevalent in this episode. That was an Iron Bowl type of Tiger Walk. Mm. I, I'm not going to say it rivaled 
every Iron Bowl because I, I still to this day the 2013 the kick six that the the electricity in the air. I, I talked about you know prominent Auburn people and just everyday fans like us about that weekend. They all expressed the same. There was an electricity you know Thursday evening before it even got there, but the electricity that arose in, in an insignificant you know in terms of the results of the end of the year uh, like this. Uh, type of game it just didn't it it does this is back to the theme it doesn't seem real it doesn't seem like this two things should coincide the electricity and this reality of what this game ultimately doesn't really mean much for texas a&m and auburn in terms of yes technically we're fighting for a bowl but uh, you know that you kind of get what i'm saying there um in terms of the overall outlook of a general college football uh perspective but tiger walk was just amazing i mean i think there were grown men crying i'll be honest with you yeah. I, I think i heard some open weeping behind me <laughs> I, I, i'm not gonna act like i didn't get a little teary-eyed you know when that man ran out of the tunnel i'm not gonna i'm not ashamed to, i got it got a little misty i didn't i didn't ball but i swear i heard someone cry, just crying their eyes out back there <laughs> so, it fantastic. was it was incredible i mean just you could see people. So, okay, let me give everybody a perspective. By the way, we always do an impromptu meetup of E2C people at the Tiger Walk right in front of the banner. I'm usually to the right of it because the where the sun, I don't care about that, but the details of all that. But that being said, normally I try to leave to get to Tiger Walk, which is about, depending on where I am on campus, 10, maybe 15 minute walk if I take my time. Um, so usually that puts me at Tiger Walk 45 minutes before they come, they're scheduled to come down this day. I just had this feeling I need to get there way earlier than that. So I, I told myself I was going to be at Tiger Walk an hour before I left an hour and a half before, and I got there an hour and 20 minutes before. And so did uh shout out to Clinton Austin, uh, not Clinton Austin. There you are. <laughs> You're right in front of me. Clinton Autumn. Here I am. <laughs> Poor Autumn. She's going to hate me now for mixing you two up. And it was already just piled into the very, you know, the coveted spots, the front parts up at there where the buses unload and, you know, people started. It was almost like we started the middle row or the middle section there and people just kept squeezing in. So you like holding your spot, holding your spot. And we could hear Cadillac coming from a mile off. Couldn't see him. Like, I've I've seen Harson all the way up the hill from where we normally are because you know even on a big tiger walk for them, but I couldn't see Cadillac. All I could do is hear him coming just because of the crowd, and then all of a sudden here this man is coming up underneath and just happy as can be, so appreciative. The players just looked ecstatic. I I don't know that we'll ever experience a tiger walk like that where one of your favorite sons walk down as a interim head coach. And here's the crazy thing, Austin. It still wasn't real to me. Like I was like, I've seen him come through tiger walk thousands of sure. Times, yeah. Yeah. Know, a few times this, I'm still don't believe this, but then we went in the game. So I, I've talked a lot about tiger walk, what your experiences in the game. Like, what did you notice about Cadillac or just anything in there that just kind of went through your mind and your experience during the game with him? Yeah, well, I, and I saw that you or the E2C accounts, we had this too. Um, but we were walking, my wife and a friend of mine who came in from Texas that I went to school with, we were walking um, in, 
and we were coming around the on the road in front of the student section entrance where the where the statues are and we're about to make our way we wanted to show him he hadn't been back uh to campus since in a while and we wanted to show him the new coaches statues that were down by the recruiting entrance right. and so and so so we're walking around and then we're going to go in up uh on the front side of the stadium so we're on the street and uh jacob and i are talking and and all of a sudden i see uh coach tubber or senator coach whatever i saw him too i'm so glad that somebody else saw him and he's just walking um with someone and i just leaned i said war eagle coach he said you know war eagle he no security no nothing he's just trying i think he's trying to get to that entrance in between you know the middle under the au and um so i was like all right one of his players he's here to see him coach his first game that's a big deal. Like that's a U.S. senator, regardless of your opinions. That's a U.S. senator right. who just walked by on Auburn's campus. He's here to see the game, so I was like, "Well, oh, this feels a little special." We go up all the way around. We get in. We get to our seats, and um, and the hype video play the new hype video, by the way, which was great. Plays <laughs> the tunnel video or everything. They start and the doors open right, and they're locked arm in arm. Just like the old days, hard fighting soldier style, and there and and he's brought it back. And you know, I don't know if he'll do that every game or not, but um, I that's when I I lost my mind for just a second, and I just I'm jumping on Jacob, I'm hugging Emily. She's like, they're locked arms. What's the big deal? And I'm just like, this this is a reference back, and it is just so pivotal. And so I think that at that moment. Uh, when they're walked out and they're locking arm in arm, just like the old days, um, it hit me. It hit me big, and and it was like let's let's go. And now that I've seen his right there when Cole Kublik's interviewing him, now that I've seen that and heard what he's saying, and he just is screaming, "Let's play ball!" Is re- yeah. I just I don't know how you could be a player in that moment and not be like, "Oh, let's go hit somebody." Look, there's been a lot of debate today, especially on social media, about people, yeah. frankly, just being people yep. yeah I'll, I'll be nice uh, about that was too long you know that he should got in the way i am so glad he captured that moment because yeah we got to experience in the stands yes we we you know depending on where you're sitting you probably couldn't hardly see him until he got fully out of the tunnel and stuff like that but for the people that couldn't attend because let me remind you three and six sold out like we were playing for a national title just outstanding atmosphere these people couldn't get in the stands but they got to see that experience and hear him say let's go play ball like when i saw that he said that i if they had somehow put that up onto the jumbotron i think we would have just had people passing out just like (laughs) just just falling over like they would go go instantly silent in the stadium just because we could not take it anymore we have no more feels to give to you cadillac because you just like owned us all everybody's running through walls figuratively at this point another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know what? We got, we do three segments in the show. 
let's just continue it through another one because I'm I'm not done yet. <laughs> I don't know how you can be done. This is pretty much just the go crazy podcast for us in this episode. With that being said, little a few more thoughts on it. Um, in the first game that he coached away against Mississippi State, you know, I looked at him on there and you could see the almost wide-eyed and he's admitted as much yeah. right coach Cadillac said you know right. I, I've been scared you know he was scared about today he's very vulnerable about what he said that his running backs came to him and just checked in on him because they knew how nervous he yeah. was about all this but even last week and you could see he wasn't scared but he was just kind of wide-eyed trying to manage everything in a really crazy week I, again I know I'm talking in hyperbole I get it I I, I know that I'm sensationalizing everything but there was a moment and I, I, I kind of pictured in my head on the Jumbotron. And there's this stance that every head coach has almost like where they're, it's not like where they're mad or anything like that, but it's that kind of, you know, they're doing the chess, the math in their head kind of through situations. And I yeah. looked at Cadillac Williams and he was no longer Cadillac Williams interim head coach. That was, that was head coach. Like this, he, to me in that moment, no offense, Brian. I, I defended you a lot, but he looked more head coach worthy just because of everything from this weekend. And I saw a guy that seemed, yes, starstruck at times, but a guy that was ready for that moment. And as much as you can be being thrust in going from running backs coach to head coach. So did you notice anything about him on the field or anything like that, that like anything that kind of caught you, oh, he's he's being caught starstruck or anything like that. Yeah, not not so much as this weekend. I think it was easy for us, like you said, easy for us to see last week and and the crazy week that they had, hardly getting any sleep, trying to figure all that out right on the fly. Um, this week, you know, I think he was just as excited to get get back home and play in front of an incredible environment. Um, but it definitely felt like you know he he trusted. Will friend to do his thing yep. on and, and they they weren't running around try, with their heads cut off finding looking for the analytics guy or, or he whatever, and Zach weren't know? racing blowing each other's you know yes. <laughs> hamstrings out <laughs> exactly like there was a little more structure and they and they felt a little bit more confident going in and I think that's just natural when you have time right. to prepare um, and time to you know get normal hours of sleep throughout the night um, and so I think that that definitely helps his case. I thought really interesting, and I keep harping on these speeches, but I just I could listen to him talk all the time. But his post game with Cole, and he's kind of encompassing everything about mm-hmm. what it's been to, for him to be a coach. And it, and I don't think he was taking shots at Brian Harson. I've seen people no. say that, and no. I don't think it was That's the case. What people are wanting to see, but but his spin on how to relate to these kids and tell and saying. We need to let them know that it's okay to fail and that it's okay to mess up. And we as coaches, it's our job to be there and pick them back up. And it's our job to make sure that they're set up in a better scenario. Um, and I don't, I think that's just, that's his perspective from being a player and also exactly. his perspective of now coaching for a while that, and, and I know other coaches are, are usually players. I'm just saying, I think it's his perspective of, what it takes to play at Auburn and what it takes to be in the SEC and, and the kind of pressure and you welcome as by playing at Auburn. Right. And so I think that part of it is him. That is to me, that was part of, this is now coach lack. It's not just kind of like the player. This is coach lack is, is it's more important to him. Maybe not more, 
uh, it's important to him about the person behind the helmet and in the in the jersey and that those kids know that they can be set up on the field and off the field and and you can see that and I think that's absolutely why they love him I'm not saying they didn't love Brian Harson but I think that's why that it's been so easy for them to transition and play for him and and the results have have shown the, it absolutely has shown the the energy is just out the roof uh right now and was this weekend and it's I mean, I, I'm just I'm speechless at time, just trying to put all this into words. You know, you, when you're talking about the whole tunnel thing and how you relate to these kids, what he was expressing that post game, it really goes back to you know kind of the way Tommy did things, and you can see you are a product of who you spend your time, who's influential in your life, right? You know, you're not exactly that same person, but you can see that. And and you know, listen, we're not getting into the Tommy being political now and all that kind of stuff, or whether you think he's a good person or not. But I think it shows a lot that the guy came to be there for for that game. And Tommy was known in in most circles for being a pretty hard nosed coach, but he's still the guy that you know brought out the interlocking arms thing and talked a lot about you know family and and it, there's just some interesting parallels there. And and seeing Cadillac model some of that with his own flair. I kind of at times felt like I was kind of watching Tommy a, a little bit, but not to take anything away from Cadillac and saying that just, it's interesting watching it. It's, it's a circle, right? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. You know, we were just, it felt like we got so far away and we just finally found that circle back to, to something we knew and love. And, and that's caddy. I mean, yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, and like you said, I think it is a product of, what he saw as a player and, and you, you, I mean, we all use our own experiences when, when trying to move forward and, and grow. Um, that's just natural life. Um, but, you know, I think for him, it's, it's been a development of coaching and, and understanding what's, what's important to him. And, and sometimes kids need to be loved, like he mentioned off the field and, and in every area, to trust right. you completely on the field and, and to, and to follow you in the battle like that. And uh, it's just, it's been remarkable to watch. And, and I feel like we're all growing with him, growing with him coaching and, and just having a good time. And he's soaking it all in. And I keep telling Emily, like the, the thing, this is no shot against Brian Harson. I want to keep reiterating that the thing that I just keep saying is he just gets it. He gets what it means to be at Auburn. Mm -hmm. He gets what it means to be, in the SEC, and and he values the title and values right. the the responsibilities with it, and you can tell. And and there's something inspirational about seeing someone who values that, and then going out and just trying their darndest to 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 make people proud. Yep, he he said all the right things, and and not just to say them, not just to do the right things, but you could feel it, and you know. Yeah, is this is a little cheesy, but I'm I'm going to bring it up. We've already talked about his his statements about how to you know reach these players and stuff like that, and how much that resonated with a lot of people. But for me, when he looked in that camera in that post game and say, "Auburn's going to be all right," yeah, I thought I I said it already. I don't. I, how many more feels do I have left after all after this yeah. weekend? You know, like you you looked at that man in the eyes and you just know we're going to be all right. Is, yeah. Does that mean we're winning a national championship year? No. 
Auburn's not going anywhere. Cause this, this year, let's be honest, we've all felt it. We're, we're all yeah. worried that we're going to become the next Tennessee. Just being real. But Cadillac. Williams, yeah. And that's, that, that's not the Tennessee eye. like of this year. That's like the Tennessee of like the last <laughs> yes. decade. <laughs> yes. But still, they still can't reach the mountaintop. So that still yeah. tells you something just because you got a little hype. Everybody can get up there every once in a while, but Auburn football, your coach told you, Coach Cadillac told you, it's not going anywhere. We're going to be all no. right. And and like you said, in the age of that we're in, in the modern era where we just love to blow things out of proportion and to get all worried about one game or one play, um, to hear, you know, Auburn football is not dead and Auburn's going to be okay. Uh, it, it's just a bring deck down to earth moment for everyone. Like, don't, don't, Social media is a scary place, and and people on TV are designed to to make sure those ratings stay high. People other places are designed to make sure those clicks stay high. Like Auburn football is going to be okay. That's that's coming straight out of the mouth from the interim head coach and somebody who's with those guys every day and with the program. And by the way, sees the boosters, sees the inner workings. Just Auburn football is going to be okay. All right. Yeah. It, and like Kyle said, it, it doesn't mean, you know, oh, well, we're going to be okay. We're going on 10 wins every year. We're playing for an SEC title every other. That's not what okay means, you know, but it doesn't mean the world's falling out either. I, th- I think if anything else, now that, you know, I, I, it's, it's just kind of hitting me as we're recording this, that that's the moment that I'm going to tell my kids about. When Cadillac looked in that camera and said, Auburn's going to be all right. And it's not, a, and as he said, that's not him saying because I'm in charge. He just knows. I don't know how much more you got to say about it. I'm, I'm going to start the waterworks here if, if we keep going on about this. So uh, we had plans to maybe even dive into the ever changing coaching search. Um, probably don't have time for that now. I, I, this is kind of what I thought. Austin and I do a little prep work behind just kind of planning out what we're going to discuss. And I just told him, I said, look, I don't. I think we could just talk about this forever and probably, you know, four people a little bit, but <laughs> this is, this just need to be a love fest for caddy and this weekend and what we all felt together. It was just, that's what the Auburn, this was, is this is what the Auburn experience is about. about is about the sports. It is about the culture, but it's about the family. Yes. So th- there's your slogan for the Auburn experience podcast. Thank you, coach Cadillac. <laughs> Uh, oh man i uh final question what if what if austin what if austin you know it it feels like more and more support is out there right and and you know people can argue all day long there's people on both sides already of is that premature maybe we're only two games in right like but i mean you know People are, that should show you what can happen when you find somebody who can who can unite the Auburn family and bring them together. We're, none of us are all going to agree on everything all at the same time. Nobody on any spectrum of the world today is going to do that. But there's something to be said about what someone can do when they can unite and pull people together and move them in the same direction. And as of right now, Coach Lack is doing that. And, and that, that's something to be said about that. My little Auburn heart wants it. I just don't know if it's going to get it. And not that I say that it's, it's, it's should happen, but I'm still asking what if 
and we'll <laughs> let you all continue to ask what if as we wait this coaching search out. We appreciate you all listening in on episode 12 of the Auburn Experience Podcast. Never thought we would be 12 episodes in, much less talking about this particular topic in episode 12. Uh, it's going to be an interesting ride for the last bit of the season and uh, throughout the rest of our episodes covering all of this and talking about sports, culture, and family within the Auburn family. Austin, thank you for joining us on your way out. Where do they, uh, can they keep in touch with you? Oh, Austin G. Scott on anything and everything. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to find me on. I'll be there. And you can find me on Twitter as well, at Kyle Loomis 24 or follow E2C Network there, uh, E2C Network underscore network. E2C underscore network. Follow us on all the social medias. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Episode 12, In the Books. It's a good one. The Cadillac Love Fest. War Eagle. War Eagle, everybody. <laughs>